0: In 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. Almost.
1: Oh, fuck. Research. The research. In 2020, four friends <laughs> so decided to listen start to. Him. it all over. You just keep going. Okay. Research <laughs> is fine. Research. Keep going. Peanut butter cups. Love that blizzard. <laughs> All opinions are our own unless in you disagree. In 2020, we ordered a lot of re peanut butter cup. Oh,
2: excuse me. I've
0: sidged once, but I'm residging now? Get out of here with that. Uh, all opinions are our own unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Becker did it better. This is album of 56, Exile in Guyville by Liz Fair, Folks, okay, now last week, we heard probably one of the greatest opening songs of all time. But I'm going to tell you something right now. I've been tuning into my favorite radio station, and they've noticed something about our podcast. Let's hey, listen. Rob? Up. Oh, that, there's that's the only to... one, and thank Look, God dude. Rob is back. Wolfman Russ is gone. Fuck okay, Wolfman guy. Russ caused a lot of problems in Rob's <laughs> life with that uh, song that he did. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. Yeah, Wolfman, he gets We're out of sorry control. Sorry,
3: she feels that way. Yeah.
1: That full uh, moon comes out, and the Wolfman runs wild. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What's up, everybody? This is K Rob. K K R O B.
0: We've had a lot of questions about why doesn't Matt talk more, and now I'm gonna tell you a little secret.
2: Oh yeah, Matt. (laughs) He doesn't say nothing. Yeah.
3: Low hanging fruit. People
0: tell me Matt. He doesn't Doesn't say say nothing. nothing. Yeah, but it gets good this way. It's actually the only time he talks. With a little nudging How much he listens to
2: us Is very stunning (laughs) Here's
1: a little secret
0: that I'll tell you (laughs) That you can't tell anyone about Matt is actually quite chatty Yes? But I always edit him out <laughs> Please don't tell him that I do it And I don't think he'll ever know You would think Matt would figure it out yep. But he's never heard an episode That's true That's yeah. why Matt yeah. He doesn't seem to say nothing yeah. I get edit it. him out like it's my job. It
3: is. That's the main host. Because
0: when
2: that doesn't get to say nothing, then you
0: get to hear more of Rob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> When you want to hear about the great greatest talents of all time. Lazier than the time. Look it up. I can tell. I, I'm I'm if you want
2: to hear four guys Hello. who chat
0: and then they get off track. Well, okay, let's try that again. Hello. I've got the We're perfect to do a podcast, podcast for thing. you, Jack. Well, I get, well this I got to do with myself. Jack did it better. Welcome everybody to Beck did it better. We're all the way up to number fifty-six. We are talking about exile in Guyville, and I've got three guys here who would never fucking run, but it's mostly due to their cardiovascular fitness. Uh, I've got Russ Fair. in true. Minnesota. Russ.
1: how are you doing? I know I don't always realize how sleazy it is doing this podcast with you guys, but there's something about podcasting with you that makes me want to say two claps and a Rick flair. Woo! Woo! Whoa! 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 Whoa!
3: I've got Matt nice. in Minneapolis. Matt. How that are you doing?: nice. I's it time for the rating system? Shut the hell <laughs> Shut the hell out, Matt. <laughs> Let's move <it> along.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I've got somebody that I would like to fuck like a dog. Aaron, how are you doing tonight <laughs> oh, in California? Oh,
4: Well, Rob, I know you were hoping I would say that I wanted to be your, be your blowjob queen, but what I really wanted to say is, don't you know <laughs> no one could part Two Rivers Met? Let's talk about this album. And guys, guess what? We've got a special guest tonight Wait, from what?
0: Manhattan proper. We've got Suzanne. Suzanne, how oh, are you doing know. tonight?
5: Hi, I'm doing great. I am Suzanne. I am Rob's token lesbian friend. Everyone needs one. <laughs> <laughs> but he is my token um, Midwestern friend and everyone needs one of those as well.
1: Oh, I love it, Rob. Oh, if, if, if Matt if Matt and Aaron and I were your token friends, what would be your Matt token friend? Like the, the token referee friend or who would Matt and Aaron be as your token friends?
0: No, you guys are pretty much like my token friends. I actually don't get out very much at all. You're just my, you're like my only one. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Uh, except when Aaron and I went to uh, the arcade together. Yeah. Then he was my token friend. Uh, i give him some dollars to go get some <laughs> tokens from me. <laughs> But, guys, I'm not talking that much just on uh, week weekends we and go. most weeknights. There we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, but we are all the way in. Uh, I was going to ask you, Suzanne, as I ask all our guests, would you go on a date with Russell? But uh, you did just announce that uh, no. The answer is no, right?
5: Yes, I would. I- I've been listening. Oh, I'm yeah. a huge fan. Oh, I'm a yeah. huge fan. Yeah. I've listened to every <laughs> every single one of these episodes yeah. oh, yesterday. Wow. Suzanne
0: Suzanne did just give me, now, <laughs> now think if this is appropriate, Suzanne did buy for her son recently and then realized that he couldn't give it to her, uh, what, 13-year-old son now, <laughs> Suzanne? Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: A ball wash. And like a ball deodorizer and a ball spray, so your balls don't smell. Thirteen year old?
5: I, I thought it was funny. I thought he would think it was funny, and I told my mother, so, and she's like, "That's wildly inappropriate."
0: <laughs> what do you guys think? Thumbs up, thumbs down. If you were a thirteen year old, would you want to get a gift to
3: keep your balls clean from your mom? What I'm do you just think? trying to picture this. Well, well that's oh, it was rough. your birthday. What, what did you get? What did, your, what did your parents get you? Oh, I got some ball wash and some ball deodorant, and
0: yeah, smell how nice my balls smell. <laughs> They smell slightly less like malt. I use the ball wash today, and I know it's a man's product because you know what uh, color it was when it came out of the container? What color? It's black. Oh.
2: It's black as night. What? It's soap that's black
0: as night, and you rub it all over your balls. And, then it, and I'm like, this does not seem right to me at all. Oh, no. So okay. did everybody
5: catch the the fact that I decided not to give it to my son, and I decided to give it to Rob, of course. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, It's very kind <laughs> he of He loved it. It's a gift that when you get it, though, you're kind of like, Oh really? Like, this is the impression I'm leaving on people? Yeah, like a coupon for a makeover or whatever. It's like, hey, I really think you should have this. It's like, here, here's three different products that make your balls smell better. It's like, hmm, well, I guess I have been wearing more shorts lately here in the summer. I don't know what's going on. Ah, uh, but let's get into. Welcome, Suzanne. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Uh, we did, we did have to get a uh, female on here. Um, a lot of people were telling me, you know, the podcast needs a female voice. Uh, and the person that was telling me that is now the guest on the podcast. <laughs> so it's strange how that worked out. One of those be careful what you wish for
4: type situations.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We are getting, uh, and I wish for black ball wash and that came true. We are getting into listener feedback. Uh, guys, we got a Bex to the Bex line. Oh, if you want to contact the Bex line, it's 802-277-BEC- and don't be weirded out if I reply, because I've been doing that lately. A lot of people do not <laughs> reply to my replies. Uh, so here's somebody who is mad about our video draft. What? Oh, sad.
3: Upset of the draft was Rob Not Drafting Wicked Game by Chris Isaac. Maybe it didn't make the top 100 music videos of all time, which would also be an upset.
0: Okay, so I admit I just saw the word upset, and I thought they were upset with us, but that's not how they're using that word. I didn't really read what they were. That is a yet. steamy
4: video from from what I remember. Chris Isaac was a horny, horny man. Uh, I'll tell you, I watched it today.
0: I, my kids walked by when I was watching it, and I was like, well, oh, I can't be watching this in front of my kid. It's black and white, and he's chasing, like, this topless woman on a beach. Right. right. And that's the whole video, and the whole, the, the, the video is just hot as hell. And you're totally right. I should have picked that video instead of, uh,
2: <laughs> I Only Want to Be
0: With You by Hootie and the Blowfish, which, <laughs> with the exception of Dan Marino, is distinctly uh, not
1: hot. Technically, the Hootie and the Blowfish was not an official pick because it came in after Hot Sauce on Feet, if you recall Bonus. correctly. So the Hootie Bonus and the Blowfish, not an official pick. Russ did want me to edit out Hootie and the
0: Blowfish. Yeah, and I was like, you should have just ended on the Hot Sauce. They can't think my fourth video is just Hot Sauce on Feet like some <laughs> weirdo. But I will say the same person who then texted me that about Wicked Game then texted me the clip of, have you guys seen the Don't Be a Menace in South Central drinking uh, juice? No. The movie? No. There's a scene where this guy is having foreplay with a woman for the first time. And they're doing all these. It's a Wayans it's Brothers movie. So they're doing all these very funny things. And at some point, she goes, lick my feet. And they show her feet. <laughs> and they're like these black, crusty, like like dry skin all over type feet. And he goes, "Oh!" So he reaches into the... uh refrigerator and gets a bunch of hot sauce and puts it all over the feed and i was like
4: i mean our whatever, audience
0: connects with us see that's the, the thing is as soon requires. as you're like oh, does the audience get where we're going the audience is texting me pictures of our videos of hot sauce on feet now i know suzanne
1: doesn't want us talking about kinks but if these two becks came from the same Baxter, that's terrifying you've got one hot sauce on feet video and the other is wicked game like yeah. there's nothing in the middle there is there He's just sitting at home
0: crying,
2: going, oh, I don't want
1: to be in love.
0: He's just pouring hot sauce all over his
3: feet. This, Bex- this Bexter is not a dentist, is he or she? Uh, I don't. I actually, I, have, I actually have no idea Are
1: who this they? person is. Hey, hey, dentists or not, they're a dumb shit, right? Uh, no, you know that is not true. That is not true. <laughs> all right.
0: And then we got one more Bext.
3: I just listened to the Jimi Hendrix episode and wanted to write in about two things. One, I also still listen to Pandora and prefer it to Spotify for the Thank same you. reasons Rob mentioned. It is my favorite way to find new-to-me music. Two, I'd like to file a complaint that you skipped over my favorite part of the pod. Rolling going, I will never oh, know noticed. what Aaron <laughs> ate last week or what odd animal behavior he observed recently.
4: <laughs> you got to give the people what they want. They want to hear so about, for- They want to hear from <laughs> me, man.
1: Right. So really so- do.
0: After our uh, music video draft which was just such a wild hit that I tried to <laughs> replicate it in the very next episode, and immediately that all got edited out with the first pass. Yep. Um, that we did. We deleted our rolling going because we just it was taking up too much time, and somebody actually noticed. It blows my mind. I didn't think anybody would possibly care what, what we were talking about. Guys, that, that time, is they the did.
5: best part of the podcast. It really is. That's the, and and then that's when I sort of stopped listening right after that. I mean, no, I've never done that before, but sometimes, but it is the best part.
1: But will you, will you admit, I noticed you have a plant behind you. Will you admit there are times when, when Aaron talks about food stuff, you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Right? Admit yeah, it. Yeah.
5: The dandelion greens were just a little over the top. <laughs>
0: Everybody I've told to about Daniel and Grie goes, oh, my God, how pretentious. That's a verbatim. When oh, they're super cheap. They're
5: not pretentious. You thought it was pretentious when he gave his kid tortellini for lunch. Like what? what? That's, that's totally normal lunch it's food no for fuck. kids.
1: Yeah, that's normal for a parent who also gives his son ball wash.
5: It's totally <laughs> normal. <laughs> not
1: normal. It, not is normal, tortellini, But is tortellini
3: a perfectly normal hiking lunch?
5: Yes, it is.
3: Yes. No. in a canister uh, yes and then we have so, a so
0: you go for a summer. hike you're packing up your ball deodorizing spray <laughs> yeah. and you do things a tortellini Definitely. and
5: your head heading you out. it's a finger you food you don't need yeah. any utensils i don't
1: like i don't like this having two crazies on this pod let's move it along rob <laughs> yeah don't tempt us by saying finger food <laughs> i know what you're doing with that okay <laughs> this is a clean podcast
0: this is from supposed to
5: be clean yeah
0: uh, all right. So yeah, sorry that we didn't do a rolling going. That is totally Russ's fault. So, uh, you can blame Russell for that. So please send all text messages in the beginning. I will be putting out Russell's phone number on the little uh, description of this episode. Hey, so Check that
1: out. If you want to uh, text Russ directly, if please. I get a text or two calls, it will replicate what I've achieved in my, the dating world this week. I'm killing it. <laughs> One text, two calls, killing it.
0: Russell, at what point do you get calls? Like it, it, you don't, do you get calls ever without texting? Like, do you get calls right from the. Apps ever? Is it always texting first? I think somebody would call first. Is, is like a psychopath. Like from the authorities or someone who wants to see me and talk to me, <laughs> sir. We've talked about this. <laughs> uh, no, like, do you ever just get calls straight from the app, or do, do people always text first?
1: No, you you message through the app, and then sometimes you'll exchange numbers. But there are sometimes I have met women who have said I would like to have a phone conversation before I go out with you. It's happened a handful of times where. A woman has wanted to have like a 30-minute hour-long phone conversation before agreeing to go on a birthday. Gone. No thanks. I'll see you. That's <laughs> yeah.
2: The worst part <laughs> about
1: that is though, is I can get away with the the talking back and forth for a little bit and listen and it being like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. But then I show up and i like, my my looks are getting in the way. It's not a good deal. I don't like the phone <laughs> conversation. I'd rather just ease in with that, you know. I don't want to be shocking on that.
0: Yeah, I I so you're worried that you're gonna show them that your personality is too good.
1: My personality out outshines my other features is what I'm worried about.
0: Russ, I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> no, not Oh, true right. Not. Let's get in. No, I, that's a
1: compliment. <laughs> Let's
0: get into everybody's favorite section, apparently. And sorry we deleted it to everybody who's so outra- uh
1: mad at us, outraged is what I was gonna outraged. say. rolling, going. Outraged Ed. Do you think eight. someone really eight. sent that it's in, or did Rob have to just make that up? up. Yeah.
0: time for Rob's so cool. <laughs> I love listening to music music videos that Rob jacked off to when he was 12. That's my favorite part of the podcast. Aaron's like, Aaron's crying his eyes out with his immobile right hand. The only good thing is, is that his right hand is blown up to the size of a balloon. (laughs) A stranger, right? Yeah, it's so soft. It's
2: warm.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Aaron, All right. Aaron, Aaron thinks he's having a moment With a pro wrestler the size of Hollywood Hulk Hogan or something with that inflated <laughs> hand Comes in
4: First 20 minutes of the podcast he's trying He's trying to beat you Rob
0: this is what it's like getting jacked off by Adrian Peterson he notoriously had a big hand by the way just to let everybody
1: know No, hey, um, wasn't, it was a, so a firm shake oh. is what it was really was oh, yeah, right? right it
0: was yeah. a firm shake Rob he could grab it very hard who was the it was Udesi Kaneshi Udesi wasn't he the guy they'd always show him with his hand on like 8x11 piece of paper and it was like way bigger than it they'd play that on the Vikings broadcast and I'd always turn to my dad and be like can you imagine getting jacked off by that guy <laughs> he'd turn off the TV and run upstairs crying but I don't know what are you gonna do uh, rolling going so guys before we started, Aaron promised us, he's got a great rolling going. Aaron, what's your rolling going this week?
4: Yeah, I'm super stoked. I, as much as I talk about, uh, eating food and green things, I've, I'm not a person who grows my own things. Although I'm not, I know others on the podcast could probably You're more them. of a shower. Yeah. Not a yeah, grower. I think that's probably the answer. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, okay. I did this week. I happened to buy a plant shop in the neighborhood and they had carnivorous plants. So I, we've been having a terrible fruit fly problem in the kitchen. It's, it's melon season here and the fruit flies just love the melons. So you go buy the melons and you get fruit flies all over the kitchen. So I was, this was perfect timing. A nice little carnivorous plant. I'm so stoked. Every morning I get up to see if it caught any, any fruit flies. It's amazing. So that's, that's, uh, that's what's really going on with me, man. I'm super stoked about my carnivorous Can plant.
0: Can you fucking imagine being Aaron's kid? <laughs> and you're like,
4: oh, my God, we're going to get a pet. Oh, this is going to be so fun.
0: He's like, guess what? Whatever your name is. I came home with a plant. And we're going to feed it fruit flies. You know, our the kitchen Karen's is charges. absolutely swarming with fruit flies right now. Well, I got a plant to take care of it. I'm so stumped. I mean, what is that going to eat? Is that going to eat like one fruit fly a day? That's not going to take care of your fruit fly
4: problem unless it's well, So there. my thought is if the carnivorous plant eats enough flies, it's going to scare away the other ones. They're going to say like, oh, don't go to that
3: house because they got a plant that eats flies in there. We'll see how it turns out. Is that a typical fly reaction? Like it sees its buddies being eaten and says,
2: Mm -hmm.
3: stay away?
0: That's what I'm hoping. Aaron's picturing them going back to their fruit fly hive, shaking their little tails. Don't go to that house. (laughs) You know that house with all the raw chicken out in metal pails? Don't go there.
4: The person who grows these uh, carnivorous plants happens to work at the UC Berkeley Botanical Garden, and they have a whole carnivorous plant greenhouse that I go into every time I go there so I felt like I was buying a carnivorous plant from like a like a celebrity so I'm really You pumped. said
3: you said you said you get up and you look to see what it's eat can you tell that it's eaten fruit flies or um, is it just like yeah, so you cool go from about, a, i guess i didn't it's i didn't got a explain. little bib
4: it's got a little it's bib a, with a
0: picture of a fly so on it
4: this plant has leaves and then all of these le- <laughs> i like it rob nice all these leaves have these it tiny little uh almost like tentacles on them so when it yeah when it catches something it's right there for for me to see it's not like a, it's not a venus flytrap, so it doesn't close around whatever it's got so yeah this morning i could see it had you know five or six fruit flies in it's in its little you know, testicles. It's exciting. You need right? to keep
3: like, your hands away from it? Will it like snap and bite mm, your fingers? I haven't tried yet. I don't know. That's a really good question.
4: I do think about try, a little lot. Try it on your
5: kids. See, see what it does to your
4: yeah. kid. <laughs> just check it out. Just <laughs> put it in his room while he's sleeping and see what happens in the morning. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> I like hey it. dad. Why is this plant biting me? Oh, yeah. I wanted to see what it would do when I put it in there. <laughs> I don't want to try it on me. I yeah. thought I'd try it yeah. on you. I'm not so weirdo. putting us putting a carnivorous plants down by my private parts i don't think i would do that
1: no way okay
5: and who
0: would do that and then not be allowed in the greenhouse at uc berkeley anymore so instead i gotta go to a plant store oh i was walking around i walked by a plant store you know aaron there's a lot of shit you walk around by that makes me very suspicious of your stories that you're walking around
4: needs more sunlight than it's been getting right now because it's foggy here but uh, I'm I'm going to keep reading the care instructions. I can reach right out to the, I have the email address of the guy who grew them. So if anything goes wrong, mm-hmm. I'm just going to send him an email.
0: Guys, so. can you imagine by the way, the group of people that's in the carnivorous plant
4: section, <laughs> like often at the
0: greenhouse, just a bunch of people that look just like Aaron and they're just walking around. <laughs> Not a place to go. If you want to meet women, uh, Matt rolling going, how's it going with you?
3: Uh, good. Good. I've, I'm I've, I've just, i my level of excitement and uh, the energy i bring is going to be down today because i just spent what? 8 hours at Valley Fair. Oh no, with a bunch of kids.
0: So, so explain to our non-Minnesota listeners both of them what is Valley Fair?
3: Um it's a theme park and I'm, what what is the Six Flags six, like Six, six Flags-esque, yeah. you know, theme park. What is uh, the theme? Poorly drawn tattoos with Crocs and uh weird t-shirts that Have swear words on them. I don't know. (laughs) Perfect. perfect. Like there was one mom. So I I think I've talked about going up to the Hayward KOA. It's a campground we go up to every year, and it's in kind of in the middle of Wisconsin, northern Wisconsin, kind of a deal. And the T-shirt, looking at the T-shirts that everybody's got, is just phenomenal. Uh, I think the two highlights are some lady. This one lady's just drunk as hell at at a family KOA. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her shirt says, I'm a ray of fucking sunshine, you know, and yeah. it's just like,
2: that's
3: typical. And so the lady today, the one who took the the cake at uh, Valley Fair was she was there with her two kind of uh, teenage kids
1: and husband. And and she said, uh, were they looking for a poly relationship? Because if so. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
3: this lady, Russell, let me tell you okay. the t-shirt she had on before you Russell goes to up to every group of people. Are you looking for a poly relationship? Yeah. So she because had I'm
1: terrified of these things. I'll run it the other way if you are. <laughs> yeah, me neither. She me had me a either. shirt
3: on that said ringleader of the shit show. Oh, and, I like you know, that. Yeah. And so of course my kid who's nine just points and <laughs> look what that says. You know what it's going on. So yeah. So I don't know. I think I I do think eventually some point on this planet, it is going to be cool to be cleanly shaven and not have any tattoos. I think at some point that's going to be cool. But right now, I mean, I am just, I'm a, I'm a fish out of water without having any tattoos walking around. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Old man, no tattoos. I I look like a weirdo. Would you get a tattoo, Matt? Like
0: what about like one with like your kid's name
1: on it or something? I don't know. Probably. What if they were huge disappointments? You don't want to do that. (laughs) You can scrape it on. Yeah, maybe a Beck did a better one.
3: You know, I don't know. Oh, my God. Have, that um, is the best yeah, idea.
0: Exactly. Guys, we should all get Beck did a better tattoo. Suzanne, you included. Because you're on yeah. this episode. No, but no, yeah no. We could all get one. We'll go to
1: Vegas. We'll get one. Yeah, you Aaron will have to make 56.
0: room next to his bird cage or whatever he's got.
1: Rob, if you were going to get a tattoo, where would be the most attractive and least attractive places on your body you would put it?
3: No, I no, Rob, I've, I've got it. There, there was a, a gentleman who's of your stature today, and he had a... Mm. he had so a son yeah, he, he, he was running the balloon dart game <laughs> yeah he had a bunch of tattoos but he had a sun around his belly button and it kind of got a little
1: stretched out and that was really a
3: bad one so it, it, was it, it wasn't the one.
1: same as the D'Angelo <laughs> cum gutters is that what you called it that, that's well that's a sci- scientific name that's what doctors call it that's what my doctor calls it that actually sounds beautiful to me uh, i I've, I've always wanted to
4: get my belly tattooed like i'd like to get like a big tiger like an old like old navy style on my belly but like a like a sun that just grows with you as you get older that's i mean you know st- what about like a luggage. spider
0: on your head and then if you didn't want people to see you could grow your hair on my hair no out, offense, except Aaron. you don't have hair yeah, no offense for Aaron. Aaron could yeah. you could do like the letter C or something on your head and grow your hair out and cover it up.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was gonna say toilet bowl, they didn't. So I feel like I should get credit for I, not I mean, saying major Thank props. you. You're welcome. Major props
4: for that, bro. So, my uh, so nice. my cousin. My
0: cousin. I'll, I'm stealing the story from my cousin, but he saw a guy walking down the street and he had his arm around two women like this, one of which was pregnant, and he just had a shirt on that said. I heart blowjobs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually correct. And
0: I was like, to, "To there's so many steps to that shirt where it's like you, somebody sees it in the store and goes, God, you know who this would be great for is Jerry. God, my friend, Jerry, that guy, he fucking loves blowjobs. Like yeah. he talks about them all the time. He has and, two women that walk around with him when he wears right. these types of shirts too. So, so then you go, just picture, you take that shirt off the rack, you go to, I'm assuming a person <laughs> working at the store, you say, I'm buying this shirt. <laughs> the one that says, I need I a, heard receipt, a gift receipt. Yeah. I mean, do you you have to say to them, for, like, what do you say at the person working at the store? Do you say like, well, it's not for me.
4: It's for my I friend mean, who loves blowjobs. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I also love blowjobs, but this shirt is not for me or- I think whatever. it's one of those care. days where you go into Spencer gifts, you kind of look at who's working behind the counter and you either decide this is someone who I can, who I can buy this from or else I just got to come back again tomorrow. You just, you repeat it until someone's there where you're comfortable buying it from them.
0: Can you imagine though, somebody at a store that sells shirts like that? Like if they get pissed when they see, they'd be like "Non, <laughs> Well, I love blowjob. Oh, great. Real fancy. <laughs> yeah. I have a shirt. Do you, any of you guys have any dirty, funny shirts? It might surprise you that oh. I do have a very dirty, funny shirt that I only wear it parties that I throw
1: I I, had, I did have one dirty shirt back in the day in college I went to Greece for interim for a month and I remember the one t-shirt I bought with like my one the musical <laughs> Greece the
0: musical Greece. He's Greece school. He's Suzanne worried. sing some Greece quick I don't
2: know
1: any
0: tell me more That'd be so funny if you went on that trip to Greece and you were like, "God, I can't wait to see John Travolta." (laughs)
1: Yes, it was crazy. Whoa. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) What was I talking about? You were talking (laughs) about (laughs) Greece. Is it it the rating time? (laughs) So, I I, like I didn't get any souvenirs. The only souvenir I got was from a T-shirt store, and it just said. Athens, Greece, same shit, different day. That was my souvenir from my trip to Greece. That and John Travolta. Same shit, different day. I don't think that's the
0: official slogan of Athens. It doesn't make me want to go visit Athens. I don't know. What is this? A fucking Acropolis? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Same shit, different day. You guys know what I'm talking about. What is this? One of the oldest examples of society still around?
1: Same shit, different thing. (laughs) Rob, what was your Uh, dirty shirt? The
0: dirty shirt I had was two stick figures. One that said me under it and one that said you. And the one with me had a substantially larger penis drawn onto it.
4: That's it? That was
1: the
0: whole thing? (laughs) Yeah, that was it. It was just me, big penis, you, little penis. (laughs) Subtle, tasteful, to the point. Uh, Suzanne, rolling going. How's it going with you?
5: Well, you know me. I'm I'm always talking about working out and how much I love to work out. So I hope I don't bore people by talking about working out again. Um, but <laughs>
3: well, we didn't know that. This is the first time you've been on
0: the podcast. So yeah, well, she talks along with the podcast. She thinks she's part of it.
5: Well, let's just say I I love my couch and I don't really get off it much. And uh, but recently I decided that you know what with the COVID twenty or whatever that maybe I should. Get into shape. So I, like many, got a Peloton and oh I've been, Welcome. yeah, yeah. And you I've can been, share your
0: name on here if you want us to follow you.
5: No. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been using it sometimes. Right, Rob? We're, we're friends. We're Peloton friends, right? But
0: yeah. Suzanne and I have done the video ride together where you can call each other and then watch each other from the front. Oh, right that, sounds,
1: that sounds horrible. It's so uh, bad.
0: Actually, it's really fun, Russ. A lot of people I did it. Yeah,
1: I did
3: it with Rob once and he's he just I clicked on and he, his <laughs> video popped up and he was shirtless. It was great. Oh my God, that
5: happens every time I call Rob on the phone. Every time I FaceTime him, Guys, he's naked.
0: My stick figure big dick shirt is in the wash, okay? What
1: am I going to wear? <laughs>
5: I'm like, wait, you are you? You got the
1: first day of school come, coming up. You got to get that clean. <laughs>
5: I'm like, wait, are you always like this or is this just because I called? It's like, what? I don't get it. And then Jenny's there and she takes her top off. It's just very strange. Oh, no.
1: Anyway. I can tell you that doesn't happen. as <laughs> don't, get, don't get Aaron all excited to get on this podcast. Yeah, yeah
5: so Rob and I did Does this. Is hand this, getting swollen? Rob and I did this workout together. And so you can see a video of each other. And you can also hear there's audio. So I'm listening to the, you know, the cute Peloton girl going, okay, everybody, let's go. And then I hear Rob (laughs) coughing and puffing and groaning. And I'm like, no, this is not working at all.
0: The only difference is normally when I'm groaning and huffing and puffing like that, there's nobody saying, oh, good job. Keep going. Usually it's it's a lot of silence. It's It's, it's with your VR goggles on, right? And and then somebody says like, you know, I actually have to get up pretty early tomorrow. We should probably just go to bed.
1: (laughs) Rob, you were mentioning the groaning and moaning at the gym. I was at the gym the other day and there was someone, it was the loudest moaner and groaner at the gym I've ever heard in my life. No, you don't moan. I just want to stop you right there. No, this was moaning and groaning. you it was grunt. you could hear Nobody them. Across, moans the gym. You could hear them across the entire gym, and it, it mm. sounded like the guy was having like a sexual <laughs> moment with every rep mm. he did. And it got louder and louder, and everyone was looking mm. at him. And I was like, he's just he's messing with people, right?
5: Yeah, that's what Rob was doing. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, that's okay. what Rob was
1: doing it. It was really bad. Sense. Yeah, it was really bad. Suzanne,
3: but, what who what what is your Peloton style? Are you a like hip hop? Listener, are you a you know, what, what kind of what's your Peloton style? Is 15 minute, 30 minute hour long. Are you getting into the, the Rosie and Rob, uh, long hard rides or what? what what's your style?
5: Thank That's you. Thank Rob you. Long for long asking. Yeah, it's Thank a shirt you.
3: I have actually.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, I like I've decided that the timing is what it's about. And if I, I was, you know, if I go down to 20 minutes, then I'm actually gonna do it. So, and also, um, yeah, I've only done it about five times in about eight months, but. When I do it, I did it. I did it we, last night. What's your night.
1: weekly streak? Oh, one. Good.
5: Yeah. So here's the question. So it was family. You didn't
1: buy it third hand from Rob because I've heard that that one comes with certain rashes or other types of things. You didn't buy it third hand, did you? <laughs> listen, Suzanne. Listen,
0: be cool. But if Jenny asks if you can get herpes from a her bike seat, you gotta say yes. You know what's true about my bike seat now? It smells fantastic
1: because I'm rubbing <laughs> that black stuff all over my balls whenever I get a chance.
5: That is nasty. It's perfect.
0: What were we talking about?
1: You guys, Pel- you guys were having a pret- pretentious Peloton conversation. Even Aaron sits this but, one out. He's like, even I can't do Peloton. Well, that's he would fall off them. and break his hand. The you know, Peloton's going zero credit. miles an hour. That's dangerous speed for him. <laughs> so had
2: more let say, me though.
5: just tell you guys what happened last night. So we did this um, family movie night. We all agreed on a movie, meaning my son picked the movie, and we acquiesced. So suddenly we I said, can everyone just turn out the lights? Let's just really, we really want to see the picture. And I get on the bike without telling. I just try to, you know, do it surreptitiously. I get on the bike in the background. And suddenly my wife is like, wait, where did she go? <laughs> and <laughs> I start. You
1: just left movie night to go exercise. <laughs> and I'm in the, oh, I'm but not. I'm
5: watching the, I'm watching the movie. It like it's Russell. in the same room. And so she's like, wait, I thought we were watching this as a family. And I said, I, I'll be there in 14 and a half minutes. Oh, you're in the wrong. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is wrong. So, so my no, question exactly. is. Is that, is that being part of family movie night, if you're no. in the background? Extra, I mean, she's, I did you're also there? run out and take a shower. I will say that, too. <laughs> but, but I thought I was participating. I was watching everything. I didn't miss one line you, except for the shower part.
1: You behave like this and you're in a relationship, and I'm out there doing the right thing, and I'm just like, this is bullshit. Russell did Peloton
0: halfway through his day.
1: Sorry, sorry.
0: 14
3: minutes. I'll be right there. Don't worry about it. Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. No, I to say, did your wife and/or your son have their phones out while they were watching movies? No, or they?
5: nobody. Okay, no well then, did. yeah,
3: you, yeah, you might have been in the wrong then. Oh, if yeah. they got their phones that's out. That's
5: a good. That's a really good you know, point. If they did, I would have been fair and square.
1: You would have been fair. Do yeah. you, you want to deserve. give your family a Beck did it better apology now, Suzanne?
5: <laughs> yes. No, No. No. Yes. Yeah, we'll yes. give a, we'll give we'll
0: give your wife and son an apology. And Here now we go. An apology from Beck did it better.
5: I'd like to take this chance
1: to apologize <laughs> to absolutely nobody. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, then Suzanne. Knows what the shit. fuck she wants. Yeah. Horrible take. Horrible. Pick okay, okay, movie.
0: wait, 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 <laughs> Let's let's hear what the movie was, and then maybe that'll change her mind. Suzanne, what is what is the movie that your son? I did?
5: Don't, I don't know. It was um.
1: Oh, yeah. You really fucked this up. You didn't even know what the movie was? <laughs> oh, my was? God.
5: It was, um, it was Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. But it's the second time we've seen it. So that's another reason that it was okay yes. that I was in the background. Huffing yeah. and puffing. Just, just a little bit.
0: Get on the bike. Doctor Strange, by the way, was Aaron's nickname in college. He's getting so much. You know what I'm talking about. He had a PhD, baby. Yep. <laughs> Pretty hard dick from all that Doctor Strange. He knows what he's talking
1: about. <laughs> Russell, rolling going. How's it going with you? Roland going, I had a good day the other day. I went to the Van Gogh art experience. Have you guys you heard did? about the Van Gogh art experience? You van yes. went. Wow. I van went and went, goad I went and then goad Rob. Yeah. For the experience. <laughs> yeah. 500,000 cubic feet of projections animating Van Gogh's art. You have like, so you, there's this kind of, I went to this, it's this industrial building in Minneapolis, and they right. have two different group areas where you can watch the show. And essentially, you walk in. And there's probably 10 benches, 10 sets of chairs, and then 100 spots just circled on the ground for you to sit down on. And there's these walls that go up probably like 75 feet in the air all around you, a big, big rectangle room. And they're projecting this constant Van Gogh art exhibit where it's kind of digital. It's moving. It's constantly moving. There's amazing music. It was so cool. What, uh, Russell, were you on a date for this? Was this a date? Um, I actually just went there by myself. Why wouldn't I go by my? No, yeah, it was on a, it was on a date. Oh, okay. anyway. not, it was not even my idea. It was not my idea. So I have to give the the credit to someone else for the date idea.
0: Russell, <laughs> let me ask like this: Do you think you made a good impressionist on your date?
1: Oh, well, I
2: did. Oh. You can use that. I, that oh. you. Oh.
1: Hold on, let me let me let me get that back. That's the that ESPN. Text. You got to put yeah. ESPN after that. I yeah. hope you hit said something. Hey, babe, it was a great night the other night. You made a great impressionist on me. Your place wow. or mine. I hope Woo! I said something clever enough to catch your ear. No, but the, the when I walked in, when I walked in, I was kind of terrified at first. And Rob will probably agree with me. I don't know about okay. Suzanne, now, wait Matt. a minute,
0: wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You went into a museum and you were terrified? What does there possibly be <laughs> terrified of in well, a no, museum? Because
1: So you go into this exhibit and there's probably, let's say, 200 people in this huge rectangle room with, you know, 50-foot high walls all around you. It's like probably... 30 yards on a football field or something like that. And you're in there, but you walk in and the lights are dark and there's video all around you. And there's a hundred spots on the floor to sit, a handful of benches, a handful of chairs, and it's crowded. So when I walk in, I'm immediately thinking, God damn it. I do (laughs) not want to be sitting on this hard floor for the next 45 minutes. I'm too old for that shit. I'm too big for that shit. And what would you guys have thought if you had to go to the art exhibit and had to sit on the floor for 40 minutes during the show?
0: I would have been so bummed that my date is sitting on the floor and I'm up on a bench next door. Like <laughs> yes. That would be so rough to like look down and be like, hey, you enjoying this? Or you having a good time? Is this making a good impressionist on you? You know what I'm talking about. You want to go to the bathroom in French a little bit or what? Uh... Was you can use French? that one too by the way yeah French no is he French no I don't think so he's Dutch yeah I believe he's Dutch hey you want to go Dutch on this date you know <laughs> what I'm talking
3: about.
1: With Suzanne what would you do if you had to sit on the floor for an art show I'd die
5: I, I like sitting on the floor that oh, is a comfortable position for me that but shit. I understand that for some people it is not a comfortable position so I, I have great empathy for you the, that sounds like one, one of the most
0: insulting things you could say to us is looking at us it, like look you scanned us up and down. I could see on the screen no, you scanned all of no, us and said, I no. can understand for some people that's not comfortable.
5: No, no, <laughs> but like, but hmm. I think don't they have little benches there? I mean, what
1: there, there's just a handful. So when you walk in, it's a pretty crowded room. There's people coming and going. So you can kind of wait a minute and see if something pops open. But otherwise, yeah. it was full. So every probably five or six minutes, a new bench would open and people would rush and, and take it so mm. what'd you do we walked in and lucky for me the suns were shining on Russ there was a bench right in front of us and I beeline yeah, oh. to that motherfucker yes. and sat <laughs> down job. so fast good job uh, yes some, some
0: old lady is like going over on, his, on her walker like trying to get yeah. to it he's just like
2: <laughs> he's like sorry old
0: bag this bench is mine on a date <laughs> that man with the iHeart blowjobs sure took my bench. <laughs> hey, Van, get the hell out of here! You don't know what I'm talking about.
5: I bet. No, I bet. I bet your date was impressed that you made that quick beeline for the bench because it is better to sit on a bench than the floor. So she was. I'm assuming it's a she.
1: Chivalry hasn't died, yeah. Russell. Chivalry oh, has not probably died. Happy. Yeah, we got that bench. There, that oh, bench was not going. You? To, I would have left that. There's no way. I would have said, stu- i would got to go to the bathroom. I would have acted like I had a, a medical issue before I was going to sit on that floor for 45 minutes. You hey, wearing
5: short shorts? Like, why didn't you want to sit on the floor? I don't know.
1: I'm just, I'm an, I'm an adult male. I don't need to be sitting on the fucking floor. I'm too big of a guy to be sitting on the floor, no, on like a hardwood floor for an sitting
0: hour. Sitting on the floor. I got to go, Van Gogh, take a dump. <laughs>
1: I, think didn't about how I cover that?
4: like, you couldn't if you sat on the floor, how frequently you would no, have to change positions. Joke. Like, I could sit like cross legged for 30 seconds. The, the, no, the, no, the, the interesting like, thing about oh, that, though, I, is
1: Aaron, the, the exhibit went really high, it went you know 70, 50, 70 feet in the air, so you had to look up the whole time, too. So, no. if you're sitting on the floor, you're looking straight up.
4: Yeah, it's bad ergonomics,
0: uh, and I, I just want everybody to picture. So Russ is sitting on the floor for like, yeah. you know, 20, 25 minutes. He's just sitting there. He's doing that thing we've all done on dates where you're like, boy, this my, sucks. But he's sitting on the floor, my 10th most attractive <laughs> physical position. Yeah. I mean, where do your hands go? You're going forward. You're leaning back. But I just want everybody to picture now, Russell gets up, his legs asleep. His legs have fallen asleep. He has to get up. So now Russell has to do that thing where you roll over onto your stomach and then kind of push yourself up. You know, and then he's kind of like walking. He's got that kind of janky legs when he's walking with the two sleepy legs. Oh, my God. That'd be so good. And then I got to
1: grab the old lady's cane who I let have the bed because that was a nice guy.
0: Hey, let me give you my two Vincents.
1: (laughs) Oh. Oh. (laughs) So uh,
0: for me, rolling, going, Rob. How's it going with you? Oh, good. Thank goodness somebody asked. Who cares about how Rob's doing, I guess. Uh, So I went over to Suzanne's house the other day to deliver a microphone, and that's why she sounds so good. And it was her son's birthday party. Okay. So I was over there and we are doing the birthday thing. Did you things. MC it? Huh?
1: Did you MC it? Yeah. I was like, he tried.
0: <laughs> he tried. He tried. Yeah. He's like, mama, where's my ball wash, please? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, son. There's no ball wash this year. Maybe next year. Um. <laughs> And we, uh, Suzanne actually made a cake. She made a a carrot cake. And, And I say that in an amazed voice just because this is New York City. So like making things in the kitchen. Kitchens are mostly for show around here.
1: I'm always disappointed when I go to someone's birthday party and they've got a homemade cake and not a store bought cake. It's always such a disappointment. Like, You know, it's never quite as good. There's never like all the frosting. It's just like, oh, yeah. If I wanted a bunch of like berries and blueberries and strawberries, I would have gone to fucking Byerly's, not to it's his not birthday fire. party. Give me a real piece oh of cake. Oh, my God. That is so fucking funny because it's
0: true. Every time you go, it's a homemade right? cake. You're like,
1: oh, God
0: damn.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Byerly's. Yeah, everyone loves angel food. We got some whipped cream for this one I'll Oh, Yeah, oh,
5: so good. <laughs> that is true.
1: It's like, no, I
0: want it'd be like if you went in there. It's like, it's like people making their own ketchup, you know? It's like, I don't oh, need this. Just give me that fake ass <laughs> ketchup. Yeah. Uh, but I did go, and so Suzanne's that's uh, uh, Suzanne uh, did the happy birthday thing, and I'm just gonna say this, okay? <laughs> Suzanne started the singing, and it went, she went like this. She goes, hey. Happy birthday to... And it led to like a five... It was like the opening song to this podcast. It was one of the slowest birthday song birth, happy birthdays I've ever heard in my entire
3: life. No, but it's, de- it's definitely a thing where somebody's just trying to get everybody started up, right? And right. they start, happy, happy birthday. birthday and everybody else just is following along, so it turns... the you have to be, this is a, a public service announcement. Yes. If you're going to do that, no matter if you start with happy Birth" by birthday, they'll start. So if you just go happy birthday, you know, everybody will start right in. So you have to. It's like, can we get more efficient
1: yes. with this? Can <laughs> Move
5: we get on. With it this? Did, Let's get going. It, it picked so. up, Rob, I don't know what you're talking about. Cause I I did I started slow, but then it picked up. It picked up as it went.
0: It did not pick and up. And I know why it started slow, Is because Suzanne wanted to sing. She wanted to hear everybody <laughs> have everybody hear her sing. So she was like, Happy birth. And she picked a key that was way like weird too. <laughs> if you would have heard this song, guys, you would not be able to sing along. It would be like uh uh Patience by Rolling Stones you, or by Guns N' Roses. You cannot sing along with it. It's impossible.
1: Hey, hey super long happy birthday song. Sugar-free cake. This is so like a fucking... it was not a watched. sugar-free cake. The cake had a lot of sugar.
5: Two cups at least.
1: Hey, Aaron, I was going to ask you, you and your wife are both music background people. Would you guys sing happy birthday, do you like try to harmonize or do you like try to sing together and like have these m- looks where you're like looking romantically at each other while you're singing or do you just sing like normal schlubs?
4: Uh, wow. That's, that was a, that, that question ran the gamut of
1: emotions, but um,
4: <laughs> mostly. Yeah, are you like cooler? Are you a dumb shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say mostly sing like normal schlubs. I'm, I'm sort of uh, on Matt's side in terms of the, the tempo um, not necessarily because I'm trying to be efficient, but because I've been at some birthday dirges where the people just it, it just feels a little, you know, like <laughs> they're a, a little too slow, and you're like, this is, "Is this <laughs> fun or not?" So I'm, I'm with Matt. You got to keep the, the, the tempo hot. You got to make it happy. Uh, but yeah, Russell, but we we sing like normal schlubs. We might still look at each other romantically, but not no harmonizing.
1: Rob,
3: next
4: time uh, you're at a uh, birthday party, song
1: yep, sucks. That's that's at Aaron, That's Aaron's kids'
3: birthday party. Uh, I mean,
1: song yep. sucks. What were you gonna say, man? <laughs> say what?
3: Well, what's the happy? What's the what's the best song about being happy? Yeah, what's L- the best? L- it's happy birthday. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no. But next time you're at a birthday party for your kids or whatever. Just see how fast you can get that thing going. That's my trick <laughs> that I do. You just keep it going. And if you're singing just a little bit louder, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you. <laughs> oh just see how fast you can get it going. No, Try it out once. They
5: won't know what's hit them. I mean, how are they going to know? You have to cherish you know, the moment. Video is rolling. Do you rolling. know who's going to care? Pictures are snapping. you know who's going to care?
1: Yeah, how many people at this party you think were cherishing the moment, like cared about, like they're there because they have to go. You guys ever think about it when you have these parties and people come over, do you think like, well, there's probably half the people that are happy to be there and the other half are like, shit, this is a waste (laughs) of my afternoon. Well, I felt bad too because everybody only ate half a piece of cake.
5: That is not true. No, they were like, oh, this
1: cake's really
0: good. I only want That is not
5: true. They devoured that.
0: There thing. was a scene where Suzanne was asking the kids, like, do you want seconds? And they were like, no. And I was like, oh, my God. If they all say no, this is the first thing I'm going to talk about on the podcast. I I they all said yes. FYI, they all said
5: yes.
0: The famous story, by the way, of course, is that my, my uh, aunt made brownies once and we served it with just like Kemp's ice cream or whatever. And my dad got, got the brownie and he was eating it and he goes, Oh my God. He goes, this is so good. He goes, who made this ice cream?
3: Oh, this ice cream is so delicious. I love this ice cream.
0: This is my favorite ice cream I've ever had just over and over about the ice cream. So great. Uh, I am going to think about that though. Russell, next time I go to a birthday party, and there's a homemade cake and you're just like,
1: it sucks. <laughs> it's like a disappointment. But everyone, when they host a party, they do it. They think, Oh, I, I'm making homemade cake. This cake is so much better than store-bought. Nobody thinks it's better than store-bought. Nobody. I'm just saying.
0: Oh, God. It's so right. All right. Uh, let's get into nobody's favorite part of the show. Oh, let's talk about music the podcast? album.
3: It's time for nobody's favorite part of the show. Let's talk hey, about you the You just said
0: album. that. Oh, it's a music yeah. slash carnivorous plants podcast. So <laughs> we're
4: All right. Let's do it. <laughs>
0: We finally found our groove. It's most of our. It's like wow, we get a big bump in California. Oh, it's freaky carnivorous plant guys <laughs> listening now. That's great. That's just what uh, we
5: so before we, also we like
0: Liz Bear before we start. Listen, <laughs> Rolling Stone did a revamp of the list. Uh, approximately like two weeks into us doing this podcast, they added more people of color on the list. They added more women, probably most notably Joni Mitchell at number two. We are at the album right now fifty six.
2: What was the last? Uh woman fronted album that we've done. Try to remember what it was. Beyonce, close. Beyonce was thirty two. Uh,
0: Aretha... Carol... Carol King. No, no. Nope. Carol King was was even was in the team. Yes, yeah. Amy Winehouse at thirty three was the last wow. one. So we have now gone twenty, it's too long, long. twenty three albums. <laughs> Guys, you see that math? You see, I still wasn't sure. I was like twenty was. Uh, and this is our this is our first woman in a while. Our next one we don't have another one until we have Kate Bush all the way up at sixty eight. So Jeez. They, I think they they tried to make the list a little more equal, but it's just we can still see there's some major major gaps in this. This album uh, by Liz Fair, Exile to Guyville, this is actually named after an urge overkill Exile song. Exile in Guyville. What? Exile in Guyville. Oh, guess what? Here comes an edit point. <laughs> <laughs> this album "Exile in Guyville" is named after an Urge Overkill song, uh, a band that she was really into, and also uh, called uh, uh, "Goodbye to Guyville." But it's also called "Exile to Guyville" because this entire album is a clone, or is kind of a uh, in the it's not in the pastiche. What what's the best word for this, Aaron? It's like a
4: is a response. It's, I mean, it's it's she yes. used it as a template, but yeah, it's she treated each song like a response.
0: All right, here's another edit point. I would say, I've been thinking about it, and it's kind of like a response to Exile on Main Street by the Rolling Stones. It's got the same structure. She actually said, like, this is the song on Exile on Main Street, so I'm going to make a song that responds to that or, or shows it from a woman's view in 1993. Uh, it was when somebody asked her, what is Guyville? Like, what's the definition of Guyville? I want, I'm going to read what she said, and I want to see if you think this is anybody you know. All the guys here have short, cropped hair, John Lennon sunglasses, flannel shirts, unpretentiously worn, not a grunge statement, work boots in 1993. Aaron, are you from Guyville?
4: Is it possible that you're from Guyville? (laughs) That's it. I I can't. I did try the John Lennon sunglasses. I'm not sure. What was that about the work boots? When she came out with this album, it was
0: on a a smaller label. It it actually went pretty big right away. It only sold about 200,000 copies, but she actually had to get sued by a record company because she did not want to go on tour. She was terrified of the stage. However, at the end of the year, 1993, this was voted the number one album uh, in Spin and the Village Voice uh, Awards. Pitchfork still says it's the 30th greatest album of the 90s. And I think what a lot of people love about this album is that compared to a lot that we've listened to, especially lately with David Bowie and stuff like that, this is incredibly lo-fi. But at the same time, it's super emotionally honest. And I think you're going to hear the beginning of a lot of indie rock as it's gonna become bigger and bigger in the United States, uh, kind of starting with this album or, or through this album. Let's get into the album. And first up, we have Suzanne,
1: are you a big fan of this? Are you a big fan of this album? Or are you like Matt, where you don't listen to the albums?
5: We no, talk I, about? No. <laughs> no, I do. I love Liz Fair, and this is a great album. So I'm very excited to be here, very excited to say things about Liz Fair. Um, I, this album has a lot of meaning to me because. When I came out of the closet as a lesbian, it was around this time. Um, so for me, this, this is a real badass rocker album. And it's like a woman saying, I'm not gonna fit into your stereotypes. I'm not gonna fit into societal's expectations of what a girl should be, what a good girl should be. She's really defying what society is asking. And that's exactly what I was doing. When I said, hey, I'm not what you all expect of me. This is what I am. So it was really affirming and powerful to me and to a lot of different people who don't fit in what society expects them to be.
0: Where would it go? uh, Suzanne, if I want to meet horny women in college, where's the number one place to meet horny women?
5: No. No, that's not what this is about. Liz Fair is not trying to help you find horny don't women. Shit.
0: <laughs> right, okay, well I'm going to the Van Gogh exhibit. I don't care what anybody says. All right, six one. Very
1: killer start to an album. Very '90s start to an album, don't you think? Oh. I never listened to this
0: album. This is this is the first one we've done where I didn't know a single song off of it. I love her voice. I love the, the kind of the spare, like I said, mo-fi sound. I think it's it's, it's interesting. I had to listen to it a couple times to do the karaoke song because I was like, how is she singing this so low? Damn.
1: You guys, could you hear there? There was like a, a tambourine. Do you guys hear that tambourine at all during that opening song?
2: Yeah, I heard Wait, it.
1: Yeah. I heard the tambourine and I immediately thought there's gotta be other people that have tambourine songs, but only one really jumps out. This is Beck from the album, Guero. This is black tambourine. Check out Beck playing the tambourine (laughs) here. Oh, this is a tambourine jam, listen to this. Yes, and to be fair, on the Liz Fair album, Liz is not playing the tambourine. It's her musician, Brad Wood. So when it actually comes to playing a tambourine on a badass song, who does Beck it better? did it better. <laughs> <laughs> That's some cold shit. One song into this female album where we brought out a female listener to help straighten us out, and I immediately claim that Beck's done I think done Suzanne logged there. off the
0: Zoom app for that. I don't know. is yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, back. <laughs> How can we connect back to Liz Fair? I know there's this tambourines. He's committed to the uh, bit.
4: Man, it's hard to start. It's
0: so good. Uh, next up, we have what Russ is trying to do. Help me marry.
1: Yeah, that's true. Are we going to get to that song at the we'll end about helping get divorced? Yeah, it's the next up. step, obviously. <laughs> uh, she talks about eggs multiple times, right? She, she talks about
4: egging Leon on the front or like from the egg the I don't know if that's on
0: purpose
4: or if she's just doing this on line. What what's your favorite eggs? kind of eggs, Aaron? You got to pick one way to do eggs. What are you doing? Oh, scrambled. But like diner style with like big curds. But yeah, that's if I had to do one way. Curds with a C?
3: Curds, yeah.
4: <laughs> curds. Curds. Okay. Just checking. Uh, yeah. Matt, what's your favorite
0: kind of egg? What's your eggy style?
3: I like sunny side up. I like, Ooh, good choice I like a little one. runny. Crispy
1: edges wow. or no? Yeah, yeah. Crispy yeah. edges. Oh, yeah. Yep. There we go. Yeah. Russ, what do you think? What's your egg style? I like all kinds of eggs except for deviled eggs. I think deviled eggs are disgusting. <laughs> I'd rather have, I'd rather go to a party with, with sugar-free birthday cake or whatever Suzanne's making that than eat so deviled crazy. Eggs.
0: Deviled eggs are so good. They're so good. Oh, they're I'm disgusting. convinced I could they're eat so 50 gross. deviled eggs. I know I could. I and then usually they're
3: sitting out on like a table and they've oh. been out there for like three hours oh, yeah, and then you're like, oh man, oh, like room temperature oh. deviled oh. eggs. Oh
0: God, so good. You, the fact that you guys don't like deviled <laughs> eggs is so crazy to me. By the way, Matt, I've been making smashed potatoes at home. My yeah. kids yeah. hate it. Yeah. What? Uh, Suzanne, no. yeah. I actually said that you made it. They got mad at you. They, so that was kind of nice. <laughs> Suzanne, what's your favorite style of eggs? What do you think?
5: I like them low and slow, scrambled. And that's for you, Aaron. You know about low and slow, right?
4: I, that's exactly, yeah. It's the, it that's it exact- gets to a similar result, but yeah. That's Absolutely. exactly the opposite of the way
0: my wife cooks eggs, by the way. Jenny, when she cooks eggs... The only, I don't know if she knows that our oven has, or our stovetop has like adjustable flames. She puts everything <laughs> full bore. She's like, whoa. And then she puts eggs in. And then like goes and does other stuff like around the house. And these eggs are just sitting there. It's like it's like lobster. It's like she's cooking a lobster or something. They're just cooking. And I, and I go over and like, I'm like, I got to save this. Like I stir it. I'm like tried to help out. She only cooks things at super high temperatures. Everything. Like we made soup last night. The whole bottom of the pot just burned ass broccoli <laughs> cheese soup. She was steaming dumplings. She's like, Oh yeah, I ran out of water. Whole bottom of that pot is all black. And now I'm like, what? Ran the out of water. You can do low settings. It's on the uh, it's on the stovetop. It's like anything she 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 always she doesn't want to waste time. Everything is full. My favorite kind of eggs are fertilized. You guys know what I'm talking about. High five, high five, high five. <laughs> Russ got it. He's laughing. He likes it.
4: <laughs> well, I'm I mean, I think, you know, it, maybe that would have been, uh, I mean, she was only 26, right? But, you know, like a woman talking about eggs, like maybe what? she's thinking about things. You think every time a woman's talking about eggs, she's thinking about things, Aaron? Yeah. I mean, like all kinds of things, like coming are. of age. Who am I? What's this world? All that. Those like big ideas.
0: Just to show you how smart this podcast is. I heard that. and I was like, I wonder what everybody's favorite kind of eggs are. (laughs)
1: Uh, Hey, hey, I would I would want to exile from Guyville, too, if all the people in Guyville were like Aaron with the sunglasses on after that. I would exile from there too. Yeah,
0: my favorite kind of eggs is exile from Guyville.
1: (laughs) In Guyville. And I'm
0: going to edit that so it sounds good and not choppy. Uh, By the way, Eggs Benedict, by the way, winner. You guys are all wrong. Uh, uh, just like the comedy movie Glory, Glory,
4: what? This, I I also had never listened to this album in full before, uh, this, this venture, so I was super stoked to hear, um, stuff that I recognize having listened to other bands, like particularly, um, people like Waxahachi or Best Coast. Like, I realized, oh, those folks listen to Liz Fair a lot. and taught me that this was kind of where that came from. And even though, you know, she's pulling from previous influences too. Aaron, if you had to pick somebody that was
0: influenced by Liz fair, what would you go with number? Give me one group.
4: Uh, well, my first thought was best coast. Um, but that's, that's a band that I've listened to recently. I don't know how big they are really. Um, and then what, how about someone who has more than a thousand views? <laughs> I've
0: got so many best coast. I've got my best coast shirt on Matt. What do you think of best coast? Love them. <laughs> Just oh, great. Suzanne, what do you think of Best Coast? <laughs> love them. Yeah, what's your favorite song? It's great. Yeah. The yeah, I love Yeah, too. I love Yeah, part two as well. It's very good. Aaron, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Best Coast. <laughs> <laughs> the
4: shit? Are you fucking serious? The other one serious? that I know is Waxahachie. This this particular song we were just oh like, listening to reminds me of Waxahachie. Do you see how much
0: She's editing I have to do, Aaron? Suzanne, do you see how much editing <laughs> yeah, I have to do on I this see, podcast? Yeah, I see. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. This is wild. It's
5: a piece of work and a lot of work.
0: Go ahead, Aaron. Finish your sentence. I'm sorry to interrupt.
4: I, I finished. That's it. It's just, it was fun for me you to hear this album. You dumb piece and of shit. What that are I've... you
3: talking about? <laughs> Aaron, I, I appreciate you, uh, your input, Aaron. And I appreciate you, uh, you know, trying to just drop some knowledge on don't, us. Don't they try to that. do this. Don't hey, team gosh, up man,
0: with Aaron. Don't do that.
1: That better not even see the second. Yeah. Edit, Rob, <laughs> no, you're not going <laughs> to hear that. Don't worry. Yeah. I, in that
0: song, she's talking about one of the lines is he's got a real big tongue. Uh, married guys on the podcast. Are we still Frenching? what's the deal? Are we still down with French and our wives?
1: Yeah. As often I the Frenching has cut.
0: Really? Like a full.
5: Wait, is this only for married guys? Or is no, for I'm talking to you too. <laughs>
0: no, trust me. You no, I don't want the guys to the talk people. when you're talking about it. Cause I want to, I want to really, I want to really hear about it. But, uh, you guys are really Frenching a ton? I feel like my Frenching has gone down lately. Like I don't know. Like cause after like three, I gotta feel like I gotta go brush my teeth before we're gonna do this. Like what what do we have for lunch? I don't know. Like real hard Frenching. You're doing that. What how often are you Frenching, Aaron? We're talking like I mean once a day? One, once a week, I hope. I guess would be Oh, once a week. I'm Frenching once a week, Aaron. Jesus Christ. That's crazy. Man, what about you? How many times a week are you Frenching?
5: I
3: was going to go with Rosie once a week. I don't know. Sarah drinks about once a week. So, you know.
0: <laughs> Suzanne, how often are you Frenching your wife? Are we talking once a week?
5: Yeah.
1: No more than once a week, really? Do you, par- do you participate in those family activities? <laughs> and you go like, she's ready to French. And you're like over there on yeah, the back exactly. of the montage?
5: I'm like, wait, does this count if I'm yeah. on the back of the bike?
1: Like- yeah. <laughs> Can I
0: exercise yeah. over? we And the weird this? thing is I'm on the video call. I'm like, hey, what's going on over there?
5: For some reason, your shirt is off again.
0: Every time. Shirt <laughs> sure wasn't off before they started Frenchie. Uh, <laughs> Dance of the Seven Veils.
5: Johnny
0: Looks like some hobbit shit going on. Get out
2: of the business. The she,
4: yeah. <clears throat> what, here? Well, I'm going to say something dumb again. But I, I thought no, she, I want to hear she it. Says, I wonder if she's talking about John the Baptist.
5: Did yeah, you say she say something she, about she, his... She's referring to to John the Baptist.
0: Okay, so I got that one right. Oh, with the head on the platter. Yeah. yeah already yeah. dead. See museums and so shit. So this I know what's song, going on. this
5: song is about, I think, just like because this whole um this whole album is a critique of the guys in the music business at the time. I think this song is really about those jerks in the music business. And um, that she's she's getting all dark with this. And she's talking about like. One of I was listening to the Stones album that, that this reflects, but then I got mm-hmm. mad and I'm like, I'm not going to listen to every single song and try to figure out. But there is a song where they use the, the C word. I'm not going to say it right now, but she uses that same word. And I think this might be the reflective song. I'm not sure. She talks about rent, rent Me by the Hour. And she's referring to the fact that women are seen as prostitutes. Again, she takes these stereotypes of women and turns them on their head. So, she, and do you guys know about the whole Madonna whore complex? Have you heard of this? No?
1: No. What is that? So,
5: starting from Sigmund Freud, it's, it's sort of a theory about how women are seen. So, we're either seen as these innocent, pure Madonna's Virgin Marys that are just um, that you could never have sex with or prostitutes, sluts, whores. So we're either this or that, and that men see us as one or the other. So she takes this and turns it on its head and says, I we're many things women are just, this whole album is really saying that women are just as sexual as men. We're not good, bad, this or that Mm -hmm. we are the same. We are equal and we can take these things and, and have fun with them.
0: Wow, you really understood that when I explained that to you the other day.
4: I mean, that
5: (laughs) was
0: so
4: good what you just said. I'm so impressed. Ask this question now: Are we sure that it's not? You said Virgin Marys. Is it not Virgin's Mary like Lilith Fair or Whoppers Junior? Ooh, you
5: you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you yeah you you may be right with
0: that. Uh, Never said, never said. (laughs)
1: Seems like this is another. This made you think like '90s Atlanta sound yes. type music. I, I was into this song. This is the first single. Of of the radio album. friendly of
0: all the tracks on the album. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't think uh, 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 "Fucking Run" was very radio friendly?
4: I think it actually is. It's, I mean, if they just yeah,
0: it actually, it's, no. you know, melodically, it totally well, that's is. getting edited out
4: when you say that I'm wrong. <laughs> I I <laughs> love, love
0: that song. Wrong? I thought it
4: was a jam. I, other folks maybe knew this, but. Um, I learned while reading about this album that she, and then I heard an interview with her later where she talked about. I mean, she said herself, I didn't know how to make a record. So I'm an academic. I understand that when you're an academic, you take a blueprint of something and you follow that blueprint. So she said, I decided I'd follow the blueprint of Exile on Main Street. And then, um, yeah, the, the, there's, it's one, it sort of lines up, or if you, you can imagine it, as a one to one response to each track on Exile. Soapstar Joe.
5: In an interview with
4: her that she wrote most of her songs, well, she wrote these, she recorded them on four track, but she wrote her songs on an electric guitar with either no amplification or a very small amplifier. And that made a real difference in how she recorded because she didn't actually hear the chords she was playing until she heard them played back after they were amplified. And it makes sense. Like to me, it, inform- it informs how you hear the guitars on this album.
0: That 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 song was about her. Uh, she was saying that when she was in her twenties, she was dating older guys, and they'd always pick her up in a car and take her to dinner. And it was, she said, it just felt so weird because it was like this generic thing happening over and over and over. And that got me thinking, Russ. When you are going on on all these dates, right? You're going on on mm-hmm. tons of dates, scores a month. What yeah. uh, are you using the same conversation starters? Like do you have just some basic, or are you going are you feeling like more of an improv thing where you're like you're responding to whatever they say or do you have like here's my best bits to start with like oh how would you get that I, I, I got the I'm, scar from saving all those kids in a bus accident you know <laughs> stuff like that
1: Yeah. 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 So we're the fake military outfits <laughs> in the first day on camera. No. I, 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 <laughs> That's I, bad. No, Don't do that. That's so know. good. That's I, so good. I I No, I try to go improv. Your name I try text to just Major to, you know, dong. you know what i my my go-to move rob is i usually think of one thing that happened in my day and then i ask a weird question about it so Uh like immediately you make something fun but you just ask like a strange question like i like one i remember having that led to a good first date was it was around the holidays and i heard that peanuts song the the charlie Mm -hmm. brown song and so i got to the date and i was like i don't know what your favorite uh, christmas song is but do you think this peanuts the charlie brown song is a christmas song and so then it kicked off in like a, con- so I usually have a starter and then I try to improv, but if the conversation is going bad, I do, I do it run. Give me, a few give plays. me your, your big time <laughs> save. Place.
0: Like when you really got to call in, when you're calling, calling in, you know, the El Duque and you really got to save this, this date. What do you say? What's your line?
1: Um, one of them would be, if I can tell if they're a fan of the show, the office, I would ask who are three people from the the TV show, the office that you would invite on a, on a, on a road trip. So I want to hear who their favorite characters in the office are. Wow. Nice I like one. like that. Nice. That's good.
0: good. Suzanne, what about you? What's What's a good conversation? Like you're out. So you're out. This happened to me the other day. I was out with my daughter. We had nothing to talk about. I literally had to go to my phone and look up conversation starters for my own kid.
2: <laughs> right?
0: And then we started talking about like, what's your favorite show on TV? And it worked out. What's, what's a, if you're on a date, if you're married or if you're new, what's a good thing to just say to get a date conversation going?
5: Well, people love to talk about themselves. I mean, you, you should know yeah.
3: Yes. I mean, just oh. get it. Get that, That—that was the funniest <laughs> joke we've heard
1: all night.
3: <laughs> I don't know about that.
1: Just get it, Rob. You get get it, it, Rob. You get it. You get it. What? You
0: get it. People love to talk about you themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you would just talk about yourself. Oh, I thought you would ask them about themselves. I thought Um, I know, yeah. You ask
5: them, ask them about themselves, and get them going. and And people are really interesting once you once you just keep asking questions. And Russ, you're really good at that. You do that on this show. Um, You're always asking people good questions and keep doing that. That's that's how people feel comfortable.
2: And
0: what do I think about dates? Well, the thing is about dates. Okay, so let's move on. Explain it to me
1: said this is one of the few that just came out fully formed out of her brain i kind of like this song it felt like it should be the beginning of like an nbc family drama like some sort of tv show on nbc this would be a great opening for that something where it's like
0: a mom and a daughter like yes
1: it's like a family
0: nbc mm -hmm, drama and they're each going through some shit you know but you know what they're family yeah
5: i love that on this one how her voice gets super low and then she just bursts up into the high voice such a great contrast she does that a lot
0: canary only piano song on the whole cd all right did you guys like the piano song
2: yeah. I, I
0: i didn't like i liked her a little more where i could feel the beat driving a little more than with this one and, and it's just the recording again on this one this sounds like Exile main street to me where she's kind of she feels like i feel like they put the microphone kind of
1: under the piano to record her voice this was the song that caught me off guard because it's kind of this very calming piano and then when you listen to the lyrics it's it's kind of filthy right this is a really filthy song when you listen to it but it doesn't fit when you're listening russ read me some of those
0: filthy lyrics and and
5: and read it real
1: slow doing this i'm not doing it she does that quite a bit in this
4: second half of the album and
5: she said that this one is not supposed to be sexual this one is actually about like a stressful family relationship and about her brother and how she had, I don't know, some stuff was going on in her family and she could escape to her music and she would just kind of shut it out. And that was her being deaf. Um, I don't know, but
1: maybe I listened to the wrong one. It sounds extremely
5: sexual. That's what I thought too. And then I read about (laughs) it and I was like, no, actually this is about, um, some bad stuff in my family,
0: so I totally get that though. Escaping mm-hmm. with music, because today when I was doing that parody song, my kids were like, "I'm so hungry. It's two thirty. We haven't had lunch." And I was like, "Excuse me, I need to get these harmonies correct." <laughs> like they talk when I'm trying to record. and I'm like,
2: "Shut up and do music."
1: All right, my kids are gonna. That was mesmerizing story, Rob. Wow, that's the the next
5: song. Segue.
3: Like, it's like birds flying around in the air. It's mesmerizing. Matt, what do you think of the album so far? You know, it, it's hard because I, you know, listening to Suzanne specifically, because she's in Rosie. and you guys are the only ones who got anything smart to say about this album around here. Mm. <laughs> I, don't,
0: um, I don't get what you're saying, but okay.
3: You know. um, I, 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 I'm trying to figure out, like, I don't think, I think I listen to music, And I don't hear lyrics like I just I don't listen to lyrics the first few times around and I maybe catch like one or two catchy things in the refrain or something like that. And so, you know, when I've this is the second time I've listened to this album. Right. And so while I like the kind of early 90s, grungy, uh, you know, single guitar kind of playing style of music like that really speaks like, you know, I, I, I haven't listened to any of the lyrics. I haven't paid attention to the lyrics and shame on me for doing that, but. You know, so they just don't grab me, I guess. And so it's it's just not that memorable of an album to me. And it's not, um, I don't know if it has to be or anything like that. But I, I don't know. I, I think when you find so much meaning in lyrics, you know, it just goes right over my head unless somebody tells me to pay attention to it. And I don't know. I'll tell you what I, what I do fuck with on this album, though, is it's 18 songs, right? And
0: which I thought, oh, double album, 18 songs this is going to be long. These songs are like two minutes long. You know what I mean? If you don't, if, you, if you're if you not into one, you just hang around and the next song is coming right up. Like I, I had this on all day in the apartment. I loved it. It was like, it was, it was it was fun to listen to, but yeah, I don't know. Like I realize now my kids are listening to like a bunch of sex talk from her, which oh, that's absolutely outrageous. <laughs> I can't believe they would be exposed to that. Okay, definitely not me blasting my podcast all the time to try to get more downloads. Um, <laughs> Or your skeleton big dick t-shirt all the time. Listen, it was conferences, school conferences. Laundry day. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Fuck and run. Probably one of Liz Ferris' best-known songs.
4: This is a crusher. This is a killer. Great song. Yeah. And this is the the response. If you look at the track track, track comparison, it's the response to Happy by the Rolling Stones, where Keith, uh, yeah, Keith Richards is singing about it. and deliver to keep me happy, and then she says fucking run, and I uh, in my side text. My other text, uh friend of mine put the picture of, you know, happy next to fucking run, and then he said LOL murdered, just like Rolling Stones couldn't compete with this with this track and and also what she was saying to cut them down. What the fuck? Your side text is about the podcast? <laughs> 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 yeah. About this particular We're album, having a yeah. fucking
0: we're having a conversation about <laughs> this after the podcast. Yeah. Uh, That's okay, Aaron. We'll talk about it later.
1: Okay, not a big deal. One of the things that one of the things that jumped out to me is when I heard this, I heard one night stand. This is about a one night stand. So I thought we could do a list of the greatest songs ever about one night stands. Oh, all right. Three, two,
4: one. For another other better, better. better. Countdown.
0: You know what? Oh, you know what would be yeah. about mine one night stands, Russ? What song? Cry, cry, cry by Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. So the first thing, any one night stand, there's always got to be someone who tries to make the one night stand happen. Here, it's Bob seeker We've got tonight is the song. <laughs> you know this one, Aaron? Yeah, he does this one. Who
4: needs
3: tomorrow? tomorrow. <laughs> Stand song Sounds like a Neil Diamond song, it was originally written by Neil Diamond. That's such a great line, though, for a one night stand, isn't
0: it? Like, who cares about
1: tomorrow? I would say, if I was
0: going to write a song about one night stand, it would be titled, Yeah, actually, if I don't, it's going to hurt me really bad. So, we should just do it so I don't get hurt. <laughs>
1: All right, next song on the list, we got to go back many years. This is Frankie Valley, the four seasons, December 1960. 19- yeah, no that right? Jersey boys yeah. talking about one night stands. I love it. Check this out. You guys will know this song. Listen to what they're right. saying about.
4: He didn't, even, he didn't even know her name.
2: Didn't, didn't even know her name. her name.
1: That's a great sign of a great one night stand, right? When you don't even know the person. Wow. <laughs> Matter, Aaron, what's the key to a good one night stand?
3: <laughs> now that's a good not question. knowing your name so they don't call you tomorrow. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I keep, see, they know my name because that's what I say while I'm having
1: sex. Rob, Rob, the one, Rob, Rob. The, the one orgasm. really cool thing I've I, I read about that song is the Four Seasons, I believe, is the only band to have a number one hit before the Beatles, during the Beatles, and after a Beatles. Isn't that crazy? Well, that's crazy. They were together that long? That's what that said. Next up on the list, sometimes when you don't know your one night stand's name, you also end up eloping to Vegas. This is Carrie Underwood, last, I don't even know his last name.
4: Oh, I like the style of country music old it's like electrified so rocking, but then they get the little yeah. little,
2: uh,
0: too. I gotta say, I am listening to this because I do enjoy Carrie Underwood so much.
1: This is a jam, Oh, yeah. We're getting down now. All right. Yeah, it's a good song. Next up on the list, though, are, were you guys ever a, a fan of the band oh, Heart? Love Heart. Oh, this song. Oh. <laughs> this one took Dude, it to heartstrings. I, I just, I, Aaron might love this, or he might hate this. You know what this is, Aaron, or not? Yeah. This is All I Want to Do is <laughs> yes. Make Love to You by Heart. Check this out. This is a Wait, great song. can we get song. that
0: clean Russell, so I can make that my ringtone? Can you say that again the title of the song? <laughs> All
1: I want to do is make love to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then later, she sees the kid, and she knows that it looks like her. Yeah. This is is (laughs) badass. Tell the story. My favorite was the description of this song is, this is about a woman who goes out to seduce a hitchhiker for a what? one-night stand, so that she can get pregnant because her husband is infertile. All that true. is '80s wow. rock yeah. right there. Yeah, well, All true. That's crazy, banger God, song. How would though. you?
0: How would you like to come home to a hitchhiker banging your wife? I mean. <laughs> like how would you even get that set up like if that was your kink because you've been watching weird stuff online a lot lately and like like how would you even do that if you don't maybe don't own a car maybe you live like in a city you don't have a car like do you just go up to a hitchhiker and ask him like hey the picture of your wife and say hey do you want to I don't know like maybe we could, do, we could talk about it later if you guys want to.
1: My my favorite thing about that song was, though, that the the end of it is she leaves him a note telling him, don't contact her. Like, that's the end of the one night stand is her leaving a note. How cruel is that? Like, have you guys ever left a one night stand note at the end of the night where it's like, do not contact me? (laughs) Uh,
0: No, I've been the recipient, though, of uh, spending a day making out with a, a girl in a car. And then the next day at school, like me saying hi to her and her, like kind of give me a look like, who are you? And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. This is cool too. Like that. I'm not going to think about this for a couple of weeks, probably. It's probably going to mess me up and maybe talk about it when I'm like 41 on a podcast. It's not a big deal to me. All
1: right. Last song on the list is Faces. Um, oh, stay God. with me. This is a fucking jam. Yeah. Rod Stewart. Right? That's, that's the key to a one-night that's stand. A no no, saying any feelings and get the that's hell out a of there when the morning's
4: over. Right? I mean, you're closer to the subject than we. That sounds rude. Uh,
0: that just, I, that sounds, and I, I was thinking about this because I think, you know, we were talking the other day, my wife and I have been married now for like half our life, like we've been together. I'm starting to think a two-bedroom solution might not be the worst idea. When I was younger, like sleeping apart, I was always like, oh, that is like a bad, but now I'm kind of like
5: you got a fucking rock
0: <laughs> like put a TV in there like maybe a video game thing in my bedroom like that would be kind of awesome
3: huh anybody have anything you know, to say about that that's not a weird you know, like no rob that sounds horrible i would i would never agree <laughs> to something like that
0: i i love coming into the bedroom and getting yelled at by my wife at 2 a.m. after recording a podcast it's so fun why do your balls smell so good
1: <laughs> Eric Russell, that was a great list. <laughs> Saved it. This is this where we rake the album? <laughs> <laughs> is there, Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Russell, are any on the the one-night-stand songs didn't quite make the cut there? The only one that came really close was there's another co- song called Stay With Me by Sean Smith. And it's a more recent song. You guys may know it. But I didn't want to have it on there because this guy, he wanted to like share the moment with his one night stand partner. He wanted Mm -hmm. them to stay with him. And I was like, fuck that. Nobody wants that in a one night stand. That is yeah, not authentic. That's definitely
0: Russell and I's experiences. <laughs> you know, it was like <laughs> one night lot and then dude. Russell and I, we just talk over Zoom for the rest of the time. It's like, you it was, it was, don't <laughs> want to make this a thing. thing. You guys don't want to talk about. Do you want me to send me socks No, you can wear those know. around. <laughs> okay, thanks. Uh, next up. Oh, sweet. Motley Crue. This would be my song again. I'm a stripper. Yes. Okay. Crew. I'm a stripper at my trick club where I trick guys into come watching me strip. <laughs> I tell the DJ. What's it called I tell again? the DJ, I want what is it called? I think it is just Rob's Trick Club and they come in and he's like trick, surprise <laughs> Rob's Trick Club Supl- <laughs> su- su- <laughs> Sir Thighs Sir Thighs? Yeah Sir Thighs and then they come in surprise. and I'm sitting there and I go Sir Thighs and it's like surprise but it's well, also I my thighs because right and I'm like ways? okay DJ play Girls 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 as my you know as my exotic dancer song and I come out and then this plays because yeah actually I think it's great. Uh, <laughs> huh? Is this doing it for you guys?
1: This motion? Is this what you do? What do you think of this song, Suzanne? I love I... this song. Where does it rank on your all time oh, Liz it's, Fair it's, on, it's, on this album? Is it in the it's top way half? The
5: top half, yeah. Almost I mean, again, she's taking advantage of every man she meets. The other song, Fucking Run, she was finding herself in a bed again. You know, this just keeps happening to her. And this is her turning it around. I love it.
0: All right. So next up, we have Divorce Song. Even that was too real for you to joke about <laughs> on that one, huh, <laughs> This is my wife's ringtone when I call her. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I read this. when You listen to the lyrics about this. I know, Matt, you don't really get into the lyrics. I love reading the lyrics. This is about, like, the first she takes a road trip with this guy, and it doesn't really go the right way. So I had to know, like, do you guys remember the first road trip you took with your spouse? And what was that experience like?
0: Uh, we drove once. It wasn't the first one, but we drove once from Vermont to Minnesota. It's 24 hours. We're going to do it. And we had an uh, eight-month-old and a, like a three-year-old. So we're not thinking. We're like, hey, we'll drive. It'll be a fun family trip. We get in. Uh, for some reason, I had stuff. I think the cats were in the front seat. So she had to pull an errand and sit in the back seat between the two baby car seats, right? She then spills stuff on her. Uh, and after a half hour of driving, she says, oh, I really hate road trips. And we had to stop every two hours cause her butt would hurt. She'd get buttitis and she'd have to get up and move around. And then in the morning we'd get up and out of the hotel at 10 AM and then we'd find a coffee. And so we'd actually like leave Cleveland at like 11. It was one of the worst road trips. She bought plane tickets for the way back on the way out on the road trip. That's how bad it was. It was an absolute disaster. Wait,
5: a question is, is buttitis the same thing as dead butt syndrome? Uh, yeah, it's
0: when you, um, you do it so deep, make that ass fall asleep. That's kind of, it's a similar thing. It's
2: in the I'm same sorry family. Asked, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, no problem. I, that's what I told the medic at the art show when I couldn't get up and I was like seizing. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting that ass to sleep over here on the floor. I, I don't want to
4: talk about a road trip with my significant other, but I do want to talk about a brief road trip with another person whom I love. And that is our main host, Rob. I listened to an interview with Liz Fair where she talks about, she wrote this song uh, inspired after sort of taking a drive with a friend or friend with benefits of hers who drove a Miata. This was the only Miata on the campus of Oberlin college. And I have had the privilege of sharing a Miata. Her friend was also a
1: 340 (laughs) pound person or whatever. I had the privilege of sharing a
4: Miata with Rob, (laughs) our main host. And Rob and I, in that trip to Lake Pepin discussed the the intimacy of sharing a small car with someone, which Liz Ferd later brought up in her interview where she said, sharing a car with someone is a very intimate act. And so I just it can't is. think of anything but, but Rob I, when I, and his Miata. I did I have a Miata.
0: For, for some reason in college, My I don't know how it happened. I'm sure my dad was like, here, go pick a car to buy. Like, that's kind of my life. And of course, I picked in Minnesota a rear wheel drive convertible that was useful about three months of the year. But it is true that when you were in that car, you were so low that you go by semi trucks, you just see like the wheels. That's all you'd see. And you were, Uh what you don't realize though is that cars are not all the same width. So, like, you're so close to somebody. And, you know, I was driving that car and I was wondering why the car wasn't going into sixth gear. You know what I mean? I'm shifting it, I'm shifting, I'm shifting it. Why isn't it going into sixth gear? And I look over at Aaron. (sighs)
2: So,
0: I don't know. Like, it's. Aaron just texted me something. Wait, 69th gear. Okay, Aaron. Doesn't even make sense. Matt
1: or Suzanne, do you remember the first, the first road trip you ever took with your spouse? Matt, I remember you told me that's one thing you need to do with someone that you're dating before you get serious.
3: I don't remember the first trip, but that it was told to me uh very early on in uh, our relationship. Like, you know, hey, well, this is the one, you gotta do a road trip first, because then you see you see them for everything they've got, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're getting up in the morning, you know, how they treat people, a little bit of stress of trying to figure everything out. So, yeah, I don't know, but now, I, I don't remember the first chapter. Now, I, Matt, I, would well, you
0: recommend that's... taking your whole family in an RV, including your father-in-law and <laughs> going
3: across the United States? Is that a fun road trip to do? That is extremely fun, especially if you go on some like hairpin turns and mountains and mm-hmm. it's snowing. You yeah, you have got like a 31 foot rv you know then you know everybody's just wondering like how's everything going it's, it's yeah. oh, just great guys just
1: great this See, is really fun suzanne would have rented an uber and rode behind <laughs> the family in the, in the yeah. rv i've got to work i've got to work i'm gonna ride it she's on the vehicle. peloton on the
0: rv biking up the mountain she's like oh i'm really cruising up this mountain <laughs> of course you could be rosie in the rv he's like in the back on the couch his wife's driving up these hairpin turns I'm telling you,
5: I had a a really nice uh, romantic drive with my wife when we were just first getting together. Actually, it was one of the first things we did. I don't know what how we decided to do this, but we flew across the country. We rented a tiny little car, some crappy little thing. I can't remember what it was. It was a convertible. And it was really, um, we just drove down the coast all the way from Northern California to San Diego. And the trip, the romantic trip ended with me meeting her parents. And it actually went really, really well. And there was a hot tub and it was great. That's a whole other, that's another story that I'm not going into now, but it was amazing.
3: That was a little early to meet the parents though, wasn't it? Was it a surprise to you? Super
5: early. But you know, one of the reasons I knew that I'd loved her and she was the one was that I just fell in love with her family. They were so funny and I loved the way they talked to her and she talked to them and seeing a person with their loved ones, you can really know who they are. So it was great.
1: It was it it was easy to con them, wasn't it? It was easy to con them and make them think you were a good person. Plus,
0: there's something about having sex in their childhood bedrooms. Oh my god,
1: (laughs) chicks get so
0: (laughs) horny in their childhood bedrooms. I don't know what it is. It is crazy. (laughs) Shatter. This is just a guitar (laughs) instrumental. Oh, never mind. (laughs)
2: That is (laughs) quite.
0: I love the chord progression here in this song, though. I think it's really cool. (laughs) All right. Next up, Flower. She said she wrote this song about a boy with beautiful lips. Guys, check these out. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Pretty nice. Pretty cool. beautiful.
0: Would you write a song? This is the about
4: one where muscle? I had to Google, like, where did she go to college? Because this is very clearly music dork stuff. Yes, I
5: love the music
4: here. Yeah. What do you mean by music dork stuff? What do you mean? To by me, that? it sounded like things we learned in in first or second semester of music theory, where there's a you know a I mean, it's like early music stuff. Two melodies, yeah. And there's what do you call that when
5: there's two melodies at the same time?
4: Counterpoint.
5: Yes.
3: Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Is there a counterpoint? Yeah. Counterpoint. (laughs) counterpoint. I knew that. (laughs) It
4: just sounded like someone who's taking some music classes. And then she's talking about you know, doing it to like a dog and all that. Oh yeah, actually, I wrote down some lyrics about what
0: she said with this guy with the cute lips. So Russell, you saw my lips there. Um, would you write this? Every time I see your face, I get so wet between my legs. Don't I don't understand that. Uh, every time I see your face, I think of things unpure, unchaste. I want to fuck you like a dog. I'll take you home and make you like it.
1: Can you repeat that so I can <laughs> copy it into my bubble profile? <laughs> oh, I'm serious. Hey, Suzanne, I have an important music yes. question here. Do you have enough friends where we're going to get a, b- a download bump because you're on this oh, episode or not? I am
5: so popular it's not even funny. Yeah. No, yes? no I'm not. I don't have that many friends.
1: And are you going to are you gonna t-
0: tell your friends to listen to this after we talk about how much we French our, our wives?
5: I'm <laughs> <laughs> not sure who I'm going to tell about yeah. this. <laughs> it's like, hey dad, listen
0: to this episode. We talk a lot about Frenching my wife and then banging in the childhood bedroom You were much more eager about being on this an hour and a half yeah, yeah. weren't you? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
5: it's yeah. taking a dark turn. It? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's brighten it up. Johnny Sunshine.
2: Oh. Good thing
4: there. Oof.
0: I don't know. There's something about her doubled up vocals that I just love. I just... so good. Uh, then we have Gunshy. This is kind of what Suzanne was talking about Where she's talking about the You know stereotypical female roles In society how she didn't want to get married Which she proved to be true after this album came out She did get married and that lasted about five years And said yeah fuck that I had to throw dinner parties I don't think so <laughs> She bought store bought cake Fuck okay, it she's out <laughs> No she's in Russell You're getting confused she's in. Stratford on Guy <laughs>
4: Yeah, this, this sound, to me, starts to get more into, like, the grunge sound, which I guess it was 93, so it feels like she's mm-hmm. kind of exploring that sound space.
1: Oh, and of this song is more. really,
5: really poetic, too, about just being on an airplane and looking down, and it's really cool. I like this one.
1: At feet?
3: No, the world. No. What? Oh. <laughs> feet?
5: Oh. That is pretty sweet, though, <laughs> isn't it? When, you,
0: when you're on a plane and somebody next to you takes right. their shoes off, and right. right. you're like... <laughs> nice. And then you take your shoes off and you kind of touch feet a little bit. You guys know what I'm talking about? Just a foot touch with a stranger.
1: <laughs> just a little touchy. Just <laughs> got to make sure that cheesy sock doesn't get too far. Cheesy away. sock, what are you talking about? <laughs> Remember Matt wipes oh, the cheesy the dust, dust on, on his sock.
3: <laughs> Suzanne, you now know why I just keep quiet, right? Because every time I, I try to say something, you know, and it just, it instantly what? goes to I cheesy dust on feet on a plane. Yep.
5: I get it now. This is a
0: normal conversation. <laughs> also, a reminder: I am a character on this podcast. Strange loop to close it out. Kind of put the ending of this just to show you the end of the album. Improvised instrumental.
4: All right. There's something so thin about the guitar sound, but like, but like razor thin in a cool way. Yeah. I mean, I think I think what you said earlier about her
0: getting used to playing on a very small amplifier, you can tell the treble's turned way up. And she almost makes up for it too in her voice, right? Where she's hitting those low notes a lot of times or trying to really get down there. So you yeah. still that full spectrum, but it 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 it's just such an interesting sound, I think. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the popular and patented rating
1: system. Suzanne, what do you think of the rating system?
5: Um, I forgot what that is.
1: <laughs> He's never, she's never listened this far. <laughs>
5: Suzanne, I got, this is where I fall asleep. I'm sorry.
0: If <laughs> I got good news for you, because just for you,
5: Suzanne,
1: I will explain the rating system in quite some detail. A legit question. Have you ever listened to an episode this far? Do you even know what's happening I've right now or not?
5: just about this far. I don't think I've ever listened to the end, though. <laughs>
1: yeah aaron starts talking about music
0: (laughs) a lot of good stuff is actually right at the end well the fact that our most of our biggest listeners think that we sometimes forget to turn the mics off and talk afterwards makes me think maybe we're not a lot of people are not listening toward the end but guess what i don't care just download it that's all i care about uh that's how i judge myself worth the rating system (laughs) this is 56 on the rolling stones top 500 albums of all time Is this album, Suzanne, does this deserve to be at 56? This is after, right after Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, one of the best-selling albums of all time. Is this a rolling well-toned? And of course, that means it's perfect at 56. That's right where it should be. No problem. Is this a rolling bone? Okay, did this album get rolling boned? It is way too low on the list. Now, you might say low on the list. Boy, it's 56 is pretty high. Low actually means higher up because lower on the list, because we're starting at the low numbers, we're going up high. You have to reverse those numbers in your head. So lower (laughs) on the list is actually a higher number. However, if you were looking at the Rolling Stones website, this would be pretty low on the page because the pages go uh, 100 to 50. So this is actually pretty low on the page. It's kind of in the midpoint of the list, but actually it's about 10% of the way through. Or is this a rolling groan? Um. Okay. It's like that guy in the weight room. Uh, that we, I feel like we could still, there's still some meat on that bone with the guy in the weight room. We should maybe circle back to that. Is round
1: <laughs> on the second one or the this third one? This is the right rolling now. groan. Um.
0: That means that you did not like this album. It shouldn't be a 56. It should be off the list, like the first time they made this Rolling Stone list. Or maybe it should be 57, 58, 59, 60, 69. Yeah, Aaron, come on. We don't have to. Let's do Aaron, now I got to start over. So what do you think, Suzanne? Is this at fifty six? Is this a rolling well toned, a rolling bone, or a rolling groan? What do you think?
5: Um, this song was pretty fucking good, and um, it's too low on the list. Meaning, too... Wait, it should be higher up. Oh god, you got me confused with See? the up and yes, the down. That's why you need me cool, to explain it. Not cool. it's <laughs> too cool. low
1: on the list. There's you need just the higher number. we'll sell you the patent for twenty. There needs 20 to 20 be, bucks be more right female
5: now. rockers. She's pretty awesome. She's an icon. I love her. She's just doing it the right way. She's still making albums. She's the best. So yeah. Bone it up. Oh. <laughs> Whatever that's, you say. I'm sorry.
0: That's we say rolling but well, rolling yeah, and you know because it. you listen to so many episodes. Rolling Ro- uh, Aaron, what do you think? Is this a rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or rolling groan?
4: Yeah, I was Rolling well-toned so means excited it's perfectly it. right where
0: it is. Rolling bone means that it's <laughs> got boned, and rolling groan means it actually is not that good. So Aaron, go
4: ahead, please. I Did not know this album as well as I would have liked to. I was really, uh, I had so much fun Uh, behind the, uh, behind the scenes of the podcast. We had a fairly short listening period between this one and the previous. And I, I wish that I had gotten into this one earlier and spent more time with it. It's one that I'll listen to again many times. So that's exciting. And on first listen, it didn't strike me as a top 50, top 100 album, but um, by the time I got through it the second time and sat with it a minute, um, I have to say, um, I don't know. I, I'm gonna say rolling well toned. 56. I think it's okay. It's a it's a well deserved spot for this album. Matt,
3: what do you think? Rolling well toned, rolling boned, or rolling grown? Uh, I think like Aaron maybe said. I don't know. I don't want to categorize it this way, but I you know the first time I listened to it is just it didn't grab me. Probably because I'm I don't, i do not know why I don't know why it didn't grab me, but it just didn't grab me. I went on to the next album and kind of went from there, but. You know, doing a little bit more research into why this was where it was at. I mean, I came across one um, quote that I think stood out to me. Uh, Liz said, I just wanted people who thought I was not worth talking to to listen to me, you know? And I think she accomplished that in this album. Um, clearly, she's got a huge following, um, you know, to what Suzanne said. She's still making music today, still relevant today. And, you know, so I'll, I'll go, I, I, I'm not... Not what, what Suzanne said. I don't think this is a rolling boner. I think I'm gonna go with what Rosie said and just say this is rolling
1: well-toned. Russell, what do you think? Is this a rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or rolling grown? All right. I love this, I love the songs that were like commercial. I don't know they weren't commercial hits, but they were more poppy. To me, they were like 90s music. Fucking run, never said, six foot one. I like those ones. Some of the slower ones I wasn't at, that into, but I really liked reading the lyrics. I thought when you read read the lyrics, it was super interesting to like. It felt like she's kind of having a voice and I could see how she would be influential for other people in, in speaking up and in kind of living their life and and having their voice. So I really, there were some songs I didn't love, but I love the meaning behind it. So I'll say Rolling Well Tone.
0: All right. The correct answer is this is a rolling indie definition. Guys, this is like the beginning <laughs> of the indie rock boom in the United States. You can hear Alanis oh, in this. You can hear go. Garbage. You can hear Amy Mann. You can hear Fiona Apple. You can even hear, yep. I think, uh, kind of setting the groundwork for our own namesake. Back next week, we have an album by a band who has never been banned. It's the band by the band, and if you don't like it, to band, Too
4: band. <laughs> <laughs> when you want to hear, I wrote that down. I wrote that joke down. Mister Irrelevant.
0: Garbage, Band. that's what I should have thought of. The whole, the whole podcast, yeah, I was trying to think of who else. Fucking dumb shits, I had it. Did that sound?
2: If you we were just holding that back. Guys
0: and then they get off track. I've got the perfect podcast for you, Jack.
1: Beck did it better. <laughs> Suzanne, did you at least slice the cake really thick, or was it a fiddly, fiddly slice? That, thindly, was, that cake? was a
5: huge debate in the family. Oh my god, I didn't slice it because I was gonna slice it so thin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, everyone hates the thin. Oh, hey, let's go to the party where that's thinly sliced homemade cake. I love Jake that party. Thin, you could
5: see through
1: it. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. yes.
5: Lacy, lacy, yeah. thin.